Good morning, everyone. So it's Chris Dingle time again, and I believe that we've got a couple of special, special visitors with us. Our Chris and Kringle around. We met them last year, didn't we? Those of you who are here might remember them. They did not have the first clue what a Chris Dingle was. But they've come back to visit us, and I thought to begin with, before we start the talk proper, we'd have a little look at how to make a Chris Dingle, what it's all about, and we'll see whether they can remember. Now, I believe Chris and Kringle also have a special assistant. The special assistant likes to come out too. Everyone welcome Caleb. Give him a round of applause. Stand over there. So, um, I never know which one is which. Which one are you? Hi, Kringle. Um, can you tell me perhaps one thing that you remember from last year's Christingle service about what a Christingle is? Uh, Jesus is the heat of the world. Jesus is the heat of the world. Is he correct? I wonder if Chris can help us out. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> let's begin then, shall we? Um, Caleb, can you hold up the first thing that we need for our Christingle? Great. Can everyone tell me what's, what's Caleb holding up? An, an orange. Chris and Kringle, have you got any ideas what, what the orange stands for in our Chris Dingle? Orange. Think of something round. Orange means get ready. Orange means get ready. Okay. It also means that um, he also gives us vitamins gives us vitamins. Can anyone else help me? What does the orange stand for? Any Ola? Um, I think the orange stands for the world. Great. The orange stands for the world, the world that God made, the world that we all live in. So the first thing we need for our Christingle is an orange. Now, there's something that we put around the orange. Uh, I might need another grown-up to come and help just cut this so that we can wrap it around. Thank you, Sarah. So we're going to wrap this red tape around the middle. And I'm just wondering, Chris and Kringle, if perhaps you can give us any handy hints as to what the red tape is all about. Safeguarding. (laughs) Safeguarding. Okay. I'm I'm really, like, concerned at their memories right now. Oh, oh. don't worry, guys. It's not on. (laughs) Uh, that's not safe Um, the red tape uh, no I haven't got a clue insulation insulation okay anyone else can you help us out Jonathan Uh, Jesus' blood amazing I'm so glad that the children listen every year so the red tape around the middle reminds us of Jesus' blood Jesus' death on the cross and how much God loves the world okay now i think that we, we're going to do that one last so we need to put we've got some sticks in there some cocktail sticks i think um kringle has come prepared yeah. do you want to tell us about them i remember that from last year um you, you, you put sweets on a stick because you need to taste and see that the lord is good oh give me a round of applause So we're going to put our four cocktail sticks in, and you can put probably two sweets on each cocktail stick. 
Who knows, we might have enough for three, but we'll stick with two for now. And that's actually correct. Is it? Ish. Yeah, ish. It's basically to remind us of all the good gifts that God gives to us. That he's always providing good stuff for us. So yeah, taste and see that the Lord is good. Love that. Okay, once that is done, thank you very much, Sarah and Caleb. We need, we've got some tinfoil. Tinfoil, does that mean anything? Hairdresser. I fry my chicken on. on. Okay, bit concerned about this. The tinfoil doesn't mean anything at all. You just need to put it there so that the wax doesn't like, drip everywhere. But once we've put the tinfoil on the top of the Christingle, we're going to then put a candle in somehow. I wonder if the boys can help us out with the candle. Any thoughts on what the candle is all about in the Christingle? Silence over here. Um, I don't know, sorry. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. Okay. This is going really well. Actually, represents British gas. I've seen it in in that advert. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think probably I can rely more upon the children to help us out. Iola, tell me. Um, The light of the well. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well done. So the candle reminds us that Jesus is the light of the world. I wonder if Chris and Kringle's very helpful assistant can just go and light this for me very carefully over there. Thank you. Brilliant. So when I finish speaking, we're all going to be making one of these. Everything that you need is going to be at the sides. So hopefully you will remember something about what we have just heard. Can we give Chris and Kringle and their helpful assistant Caleb a big round of applause? Thank you. Here you go, go sit down. And if you need our services, um, you can see us after church. Great. I'm going to just blow this out for now so I can continue speaking to you. So... I wonder if anyone knows how we can make light. Can anyone give me ideas? How do we make light? Candle. A candle. We can light a candle like we just did. A light. Yeah. How can we make light? Um, by, putting, by, by putting this stick on, by putting it on fire. Yeah, we can make fire with matches. What about the lights in the church? How do we make those? How do we make that light come on? What do we have to do? You have to get gas. Yeah, we might need gas. It's really something quite easy, actually. Any of the grown-ups? Any, any, anyone got any ideas? Yeah, Shannon. You can turn it on with a switch. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. You can turn it on with a switch. Any more? You use electricity. Use electricity. So I've brought a torch with me. It's just a little torch, actually. Just a little torch, so I can switch it on. It's got a battery in it. I use it when we go camping in the summer, so they don't get lost in the dark. Um, and we've just had our candle as well. Now, I wonder, does anybody know what colour light is? Have a little think. Tell me what colour you think light is. Lecara. Red, orange. Okay. Yellow. 
Red, orange, and yellow. Any other ideas? Gold. Gold. Anyone in congregation? Dylan, do you want to shout it out for me? White. Yeah. Katie's got an idea at the back. Every color of the rainbow. That's actually right. Have you ever seen light make a rainbow when it's shining on something? That's because every color in the spectrum, every color in the rainbow is light. Now, I discovered something scientific this weekend. I don't understand it at all. I'm not a scientist. It's not really my kind of forte. But apparently, light behaves as both a wave and a particle at the same time. I've no idea what that means, but, you know, it sounds amazing. And apparently that's something that has both fascinated and baffled, that means confused, many great scientists. But actually, to begin with today, what I want us to think about is not light, but darkness. Does anybody know what darkness is made of? What do you think darkness is made of, Zara? Black. It's black, yeah? Evilness. Evilness. Oh, gosh. Okay. Shades. Shades. Yeah, there might be different shades of darkness. I wonder how we make darkness. Can we make darkness? No. Okay, so apparently darkness is not a solid or a liquid or a gas or a wave or a particle, wherever they might be. Actually, darkness doesn't exist as a thing on its own. So what do you think is the opposite of light? What do you think is the opposite of light? What do you think, Kira? Darkness. Darkness. Now, you might think that, that darkness is the opposite of light, but actually it's quite different from that. Darkness isn't really the opposite of light. It's actually the absence of light. That means that when there's no light, what we're left with is darkness. So, as I've already asked you, do you think we can make darkness? How do you think you would go about making darkness? Any ideas? Uh, you could turn off the light. Turn off the light, that's a good one. Turn off the light and cover the windows. Cover the windows, okay. Wait till it's night time. Wait till it's night time, Zena. Your shadows. Shadows, yeah, shadows appear as well. Lots and lots of great ideas. I also thought, isn't there in Harry Potter, have they got darkness powder? I'm sure there's a bit in Harry Potter where they like put some powder and it becomes completely pitch dark. But actually, the fact is you can't create darkness in the same way that you can create light. There isn't a torch that's going to emit darkness instead of light. Darkness only exists when there is nothing making light or when the light is being blocked out. So if we could turn off all the power, all the phones, if we could turn off the sun, the moon, the stars, and everything that makes light, everything would be dark. Because that darkness is the natural state of things when no one makes light. So let's have a think about the Bible readings we just heard. And let's ask the question, how did we get light in the first place? Because our Bible reading said that in the beginning... There was just darkness. So how did we get light in the first place? Where did the light come from? 
God said, let there be light, and there was light. Amazing. Thank you, Lewis. So God said, let there be light, and there was light. God's words had power. All he had to do was speak, and the light burst into the darkness. The world came into being out of the darkness, and the light was so bright that it dispelled all the darkness. Now, in the Bible, as you will have noticed from our Bible readings, it talks a lot about light and darkness. And there were so, so many verses that we could have looked at today that we could have chosen. The first ones that we heard tell us that light comes from God, that actually God is light. So the first reading that Aaliyah read said, God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. And then Lewis read for us in John chapter 8, Jesus saying, I am the light of the world. So the true light is actually God. Jesus says he is the light of the world. And God God is light and there's no darkness in him. So the source of all light comes from God. And that light is for everyone. So some of you have already answered this a little bit, but I wanted to ask you, when I say the word darkness, what feelings does that create in you? When you think of the word darkness, what feelings does that evoke? How do you feel? What words do you think of when I say darkness? Halloween. Halloween. Okay, interesting. Imagine there's no light and then couldn't see anything. So you can't see and there's no light. Okay, anything else? Lost. Um, um, put out some lights. Putting the lights off. Serenity, shout it for me. Scary. Scary. Okay, any more thoughts about what you think of when I say darkness, Julian? Arsenal Football Club. Don't know about that. Don't know about that. Yeah, one more over here. Isolation. Were you going to say something, Frank? Evil. Evil. Okay. So when we think about darkness, we often think about negative words or negative feelings. Maybe some of us have been afraid of the dark. Maybe nighttime kind of feels a bit lonely or a bit scary. So in the same way, I want you to think about the word light. What feelings does the word light create in you? When you hear the word light, what do you think of? What words come to mind? How do you feel? Happiness. Happiness. Okay. Any more? The Holy Spirit of the light. Holy Spirit. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Summer. Summer. Okay. See? Another one, Serenity. I'm going to come to you this time. I am reassured. You're reassured. Any other thoughts on what you think of when you hear the word light? Dark. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yannick, shout for me. In the Bible, when it says about there being light. Okay, let's stop there. So actually, when we think of the word light, we think of much more positive words, much more positive feelings. 
And I want you to bear that in mind when we think about the Bible and what the Bible says about light and dark. So we heard a passage from John chapter 1. And John, who wrote that book, when he was alive, it was actually a dark time at that time, spiritually. So we're not thinking about when the lights are turned out, we're thinking about darkness and those feelings that it evokes. It was a dark time because God actually hadn't spoken through a prophet for 400 years. We heard about the prophets just now when we lit our event candle, the prophets who were saying that the Messiah was going to come. But a prophet hadn't spoken for 400 years. John was also in the dark because he didn't actually know the person he was speaking about. It wasn't until later when he discovered who it was he was talking about. Who do you think John meant when he said the word? Remember it said, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, and the word was with God. Has anyone got any ideas who he was meaning when he said the word? Light. Light is close. Good try. Dylan, shout it. Jesus. Amazing. So he's talking about Jesus. But despite the fact that it was a dark time, John still shared a message of hope and light. He was saying that if we repent from our sin, if we turn our backs on darkness, on those things that ignore God, those things that hurt others, then we'll be able to receive God's love and a love that cannot be extinguished. So with a candle, we can blow it out, can't we? But God's love can never be blown out. God loves us no matter what. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, which we heard earlier, it says, when we live in the light, the blood of the death of Jesus, God's Son, is making us clean from every sin. And we heard in the story of creation, in the beginning, it was dark, but Jesus, the Word, was already there. God's light is big enough to consume all of the darkness in the world. But people started to try to block out that light or try to make it smaller through their sin, following what they wanted and doing things which hurt others and which weren't what God's wanted. But God's plan was always to send Jesus the true light. He came to bring light to the darkness and he says in the Bible passage, the person who follows me will never live in darkness. The light that Jesus brings can never be blown out. So I want us to just think for a moment about where we might see darkness all around us. Maybe we see people who are hurting. Maybe we see people who are lonely or who are frightened. Maybe we see things on the news about what's going on in the world and it makes our hearts sad. Those are the things that are darkness. But God sent Jesus to bring light into that. And actually, he wants us to be part of that. We've got the opportunity, just like John, to speak light into the darkness. So have a think about the people that you know, the people all around you, and what you can do to help them. Today we're going to be raising money for a charity called the Children's Society. And that's exactly what they do. They use the money that we collect to bring light and hope to people who suddenly experience darkness or face darkness every day. For example, they give schools ways to help children living in poverty. They welcome child refugees into communities. And they help them to build friendship groups. 
They campaign to make sure that children who are in care are not moved home too often or unnecessarily and are never isolated. And they help families who are struggling day to day with poverty. So we can take, that God's, take God's light as well, just like the children's society are doing. The passage we heard said, All things came into being through him. What came into being through him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light that God gives is for everyone. It's for all of us, but it's also for us to share. And we can't help but share it when that light is so powerful inside us. And it isn't just about us on our own. When it said in John chapter 1 verse 7, God is in the light, we should live in the light too. If we live in the light, we share fellowship with each other. Later on, we're going to be lighting our Christingles and we're actually going to light the Christingle of the person next to us. Together, we're going to light up the entire room. But how about if together we could light up this whole community through our actions, through the things that we do, through taking that light that Jesus has given to us out into the community. So as we finish, let's reflect and pray. Let's think, how can you be someone who brings light? And how can we, as a church, work together to be part of being hope and light in a world full of darkness? Let's just be quiet for a moment. And then we're going to say our response from before. Let's hope we remember it because it's not on the screen. Christ is our light. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has never put it out. Amen. Okay, so at this point of the service, we are going to be making some Christingles. So you've already seen it demonstrated, so you should know how to do it. There are four tables. There's two on this side, two on this side. Everything you need is there. It'd be great to have some adults around to help with cutting the tape, things like that. Children, wait a moment, please. Wait a moment, please. There's going to be some mu- background music playing while you do this, and then Julian will gather us all back together for the next part of the service. Please just be very, very careful when you're making the Christingle, particularly with the cocktail sticks, they are sharp, so please be careful. Okay? So that's what we're going to do now. Enjoy, and we'll see you back here in a bit. <laughs>